Welcome to Real Estate After Dark. I'm your host, Larry Castleberry. And to my left, June and your King. right, we got June King. What's up? Hey. How you doing? I like the bead situation over there. I know. You know, I always like to uh, accessorize. You're hooking them up. <laughs> Mother of Pearl. Man, I appreciate you guys joining us today, the Real Estate After Dark podcast. And uh, man, what is this? Episode six? Six. We got six. Okay, wow. we, got, so we got six of them down. I'm liking the way this is going. I know. <laughs> I know. I've been getting a lot of good feedback. You a know? lot of good feedback. Yeah. Everybody's like, when's your next episode coming out? I'm like, I need to go to your home buyer soon. And I was like, it's coming. It's coming. You know, it's exciting. What day? Yeah. May 17th. May 17th. Yes. May 17th. Yes. So look us to um, on our um, podcast, Real Estate After Dark podcast on Facebook and Real Estate After Dark on Instagram. We're going to just really start heavily promoting that. Yes. And start getting some reservations for that going because I think it's going to be a great event. We're looking at some spots and they can right now we're looking at um, great, uh, Grand Perry, right? Yes. So we're definitely looking on locking in something. So stay tuned and we can, you know, start to. Uh, this week. Yeah. We're, so this mm-hmm. week. So no later than Tuesday. Gotcha. You guys going to have the location. The time. Who's showing uh, up? What right. to wear? Right. Well, they can wear. <laughs> they can wear whatever they want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. We don't go too crazy. I guess we'll and we'll we'll try to be professional. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So try. I, I saw how things been with work. Been pretty busy. End of the uh, month. You know, summer. Yeah. Summer is coming, so yeah. it's kind of busy and. The market's kind of hot, and so I know. everyone likes to move in the summer. So why right. do you think people like to move in the summer? I don't know. It's too, you know, people want to change uh, school districts. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's jobs. You know, maybe it's like newer communities that their friends been telling them about. I mean, there's a whole lot of different, you Reason. know, ideas. I mean, people, a lot of people are downsizing that I see right. in this market. Uh, there's a big boom now. I guess it usually started about in March, and it goes all the way through like the beginning of June. Right before schools, I always see a big spike in listings and buyers, you know, usually coming out of town trying to lock in a school district before summer's over. Right. So So, when do you think it ends, like the spike? Well, I I think um, Dallas-Fort Worth-wise, I think it kind of ends like right before school starts back. Okay. So like middle of of August, you'll kind of get a cutoff there because... The people that want to move school districts or coming out of town are like, we need to get a house. We right. need to get a spot. So I, I know at the end of July, it's like super backed up with people like trying to make some decisions on, on houses. Day. Yeah. So a lot of times if you see a lot of um, competition, a lot of houses on the market mm-hmm. and you're trying to get in a certain area, you'll see a lot of those start to go pending and start getting contracts on really fast because people now they're in this bubble mm-hmm. and they have to make a really, really quick decision it's hard to you know yeah. uh, you know i listed my house last year right and i was like oh my goodness and so it just comes up to you very quickly right and so you would you say like this is the best time to put your house on the market oh it is the best time right now because you definitely want to get in the fold in the summer fold because there's definitely a lot of buyers right now especially if you're in a really great school districts you know like you know flyer mound argyle you know lewisville South Lake, Colleyville. I mean, you just Frisco, okay. Plano ISD, West Side. It depends on where you are. I know we're we're mostly up north and and even in the southern sector. I'm south. Yeah, even in the southern sector, um, um, DeSoto, Lancaster, Duncanville. I mean, people, Cedar Hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, just people are definitely trying to get in before school starts back. So it actually it starts now. Right. You know, you have to have you know 
two or three months of a lens to start looking to get your family settled before then. So summertime is very, very big for families. It's very big for people that are relocating, you know. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, relocation so me, is in the fold now. But. So I'm about to put you on the spot. Go ahead. So, because you know I'm very transparent, right? Yeah. And kill me afterwards. Right? All right. So would you say it's more so of a buyer's or a seller's market in the summer? Mm. It's kind of the same. It's I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like it's the same. I, I definitely think that everybody. There's a light bulb that goes off. Of like, okay, the sell my house is best in the summer. Of course it is, right? Right. But then again, you know, there's the relocation aspect with Dallas Fort Worth. People want to come here. People want to come here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like I think we we accept that market. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think at this point now, when you talk about. Um, the days on market in different sectors of Dallas, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. it's really depending on, you know, the need and want, right. you know, you know, people want to be in great school districts. People want to be in great communities. Right. So now those days on market start to shrink. Right. You know, so, yeah, and they, they shrink really fast. But if you got a lot of inventory, mm-hmm. that's when you're as a buyer, you need to be like, OK, this is good for me. Well, let's talk you about know, inventory. Okay, so right. like, so inventory wise, like you could have, you know, um, for say, you're say you're in one neighborhood and there's like 15 homes available. Okay. Okay, that's a lot of inventory. If I'm a buyer coming in, so right. now everybody has to compete. When it comes to the listings, you have to compete in pricing. Okay. You, you want to get your house sold, right? Right. You want to get the maximum potential of the house and what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But if your neighbor next door is 15, 20 grand lower than you. And you guys have about the same house. Then, then that that then that part becomes more of a buyer aspect, buyer's exactly. market. Okay, so exactly. you consider because you know that's your thing, right? So even right. I'm learning something because I just yeah. do the money part, right? Right. Which kind of is important to get the <laughs> house, is. right? Yeah. Yeah, but you want it to like definitely appraise for the value that it's worth. Okay. But if you have a lot of days on market, if you have a lot of inventory. You know, you got to make some decisions as a seller. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sell your house based on kind of what the market is telling you? Right. You and know? then also, too, do you feel because, I mean, until I was in the experience of right. selling my house, sellers, we get kind of emotional about our house. It right? is. It's so, an emotional. I mean, well, you know, I tell people they're selling their home. I'm like, well, it's no longer your house anymore. I know. <laughs> you're still paying for it. Don't get me wrong. But you're looking to start downsizing, getting stuff out of your house, or like upgrading. already start packing, yeah, like get it out of the way. Get this is not you put your house on the market. That means you want to give it to somebody. I uh, know it's so, t- <laughs> but I guess that's the reason why it's always great to have a great realtor, right? It's just because we are emotional. To our, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, because I'm I know it's other people out there listening to me, right? Like, yeah, I mean, your house is your house. I've seen sellers cry. I didn't cry. I wasn't right. that emotional, exactly. right? But it took a lot for took me a lot to. From you. to yeah. and, and then when I got to the point, I'm like, okay, this is really not my house no more because I was like all in the mix because I'm in right. the business too. Yes. So I was like really ridiculous. Okay. And then right. I had to take, remove myself because mm-hmm. it really wasn't my house no more. Right. Yeah. You know what? It is a very manageable moment. It can be manageable. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, when I do sell people home, I, when I, I take a lot of their pictures that we sell the home and I do a scrapbook for them. Oh, that's really nice. You know, and it, I'm about to bring you guys an example of it, but. It's really cool because when you sell your house, your house is at like 
the best level. You had it like when you first got yes. it. Yes. And so you took clean all the time to clean it and <laughs> get all the furniture out. And you made it look nice. Right. And, I mean, it's so top notch. You're like, man, I got a really good house. Well, I'm about to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Right. It is the best. So yes. A lot of people are pretty excited when I do those scrapbooks for them with all the pictures that we did to list a home. And it gives them a, you know, a, another different way to appreciate their home. Okay. You know, when they move into their next home, because now it's time to create new memories. But what a better way to kind of capture the moment when your house looked at, at that top, top notch. Yes, you know I know, because I mean? it's clean. I mean, it's not saying that I didn't clean every day. Right, but, of course. Uh, but, I mean, you but know, you, people showing it, you have to, like, you know. Yeah, you do. You start to pay attention to more of the detail, you know, touching up walls. Yes. You know, repairing some things in the house that need to be repaired. Right. And things of that nature. And so I think. You know, you got to have some type of a game plan. Even if you are a homeowner, everybody has game plans of things. Mm -hmm. I know me every six months, I get my carpet clean. You know, every three months, I'm touch touch up painting the house. You're just so and things you're like such a that. Good, it's just a, such a good homeowner. Well, you, well, you, well, you have to get the fireplace clean. Yeah, I you know, know. <laughs> I know. You know. I wasn't that great. They call it spring cleaning <laughs> and winter cleaning for a reason. I think. Yeah. You know. You, I you did know. the carpet, but the paint. I, I was. Oh, that wasn't man. my we thing. We got kids walking downstairs with their fingers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like they don't even it. care. You I know? forgot you got that phone back over <laughs> Man, there. <laughs> they don't even care sometimes. Like for real, fingerprints over okay. here. I know, like, right? You see this? <laughs> you know. So I mean, th there's a lot of things that you have to like take into account when you are a homeowner, and sometimes those things bite you in the butt when you're selling your house. Yeah. So it you does. gotta have a game plan for that. So crazy stuff. But I do want to get in kind of like uh, the economy and kind of what the market is like. Okay. So I did. Um, write down a couple of things that I think that's going to make sense for our audience. But uh, the first off with the economy, you know, the stocks are continuing to hit at record highs. I mean, if you guys following the stocks, I think it's just really crazy what's yes. going on. And uh, we're, we definitely got strong corporate earnings. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really good for our economy. Right. And uh, moving money moving the bonds back into stocks continue to pressure the rates as the rates get higher. Uh, I know they're at the lowest point. You know, we're, we're pretty moderate in the rates. What what are, what are you kind of seeing right now with the rates? I mean, are you are you are you kind of glass half empty, glass half full, or are you loving where we are? So okay, so where the the so they're not at the lowest that they've ever been, okay. but they are at the lowest they've been in the last in year. The last year, and okay. even in December, December the rates yes. are really really much higher, right? Right. And so but nobody not, expected it to kind of go me back either. that way. I think we're all them. I think we're all prepared for it to. You know, um, you know, quarter here, quarter eighth there, there, yeah, eighth here. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of what I expected. But then I'm like, okay, what's I know, really I going know. on? So now this is just my opinion. So I don't want okay. you guys going out there talking about June said the rate is going to be here. Remember, <laughs> really let's my, be real. Yes. Oh, yo, we're gonna be real. <laughs> yes, keep it real. Yes. All right. So so the rate's been going up a little bit this mm -hmm. week, right? Just a little bit, but they're really really good. So okay, remember rates are based off of a, a variety of things, right? right. Uh, it depends on what type of product you go with. If you go with a conventional rate, mm -hmm. and we'll get on another podcast, talk about what conventional and FHA, FHA. is, right? Yeah. We touched a little bit so, of it last yes. week, but yeah. Yes, and so, um, and then FHA, right? Mm -hmm. And so conventional is more strict when it comes to, you know, we talked about it before with mm -hmm. your credit and things like that. Right. Uh, FHA tend to have lower rates. Lower rates. Uh, but I think that, um, so a scenario, right? I'm going to give you a couple scenarios, okay. right? I had a client and their credit was 622, okay? okay? 
and they were doing an FHA because that's the best product for them. That's where they could go. Yes, right. Yeah. They can go conventional. Yeah, they can go conventional because they're over 620. Right. 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 But they, you know, want to just put, you know, to keep their money in Yeah, the monetary-wise, you have to kind of make a decision. Correct. And yeah. so her rate um, on the FHA was around 4.875%. Okay. Okay. And, but she was getting some credits back to help with her closing costs. So, which okay. is great. So she probably could have went uh, maybe around four and a half. Okay. And so what the credits. Yeah. Well, so she got four point eight seven five percent, and I think she got like maybe okay, maybe two thousand dollars worth of credits. Mm-hmm. So that helped her with her closing costs. Okay. So that the, the 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 credits went to closing costs. It didn't go more towards the buy down. No. Okay. No. So she okay. went. So she her the rate started off at four point five, okay. and so she needed some help with some of her closing costs. So she took a 4.875% and, and they gave her like $2,000 to help with the closing costs. And a lot of it's people cool do that. cool that you can do that. I yeah. mean, at least you got an opportunity to kind of see where the money could both would, could value what you need at the moment. So right. I like that. So, and then I had another buyer and mm-hmm. they were at 4.7, uh, 475,000 perfect mm-hmm. credit conventional. They're putting 20% down on a conventional rate. The rate was 4.25%. Mm-hmm. Which is really, really good. Uh, yeah. Last week, it was around 3.875% for that buyer. So it went up a little bit. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it went up quite like three so or four times. So you saw 3.875? Yes. You saw a conventional 3.875. That's pretty good. That's excellent. That's yeah. pretty good. I think I got like, I think I went 3.5, but. Don't that be over here bragging, years. lady. Look that at Larry was... bragging, y'all. Yes. <laughs> well, that was like three years ago. <laughs> now, listen, don't be coming to me talking about like, what Larry said. He got that 3.5. Is that yes. a GPA? What is that? <laughs> okay. What is that? Is it yes. EPA regulation on gas? What yeah. Is that? <laughs> so, yeah. So, wow. how, so, how long ago was that? That was three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. It was great. Three years ago. Yeah. And I remember, because uh, I've been in business for a while. Mm-hmm. So I never imagined rates to be at 3%, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember in 2007 when the market hit, mm-hmm. the rates had went up to seven and a quarter and people were complaining. Right. And I was like, listen, we're never. And they said, well, it should go now. And it was like, it should be like three something. And I said, if it's three something, then we all need to leave America. And then oh, I had well, to bite my words. You do because have to bite I, your words. That's the reason why when I say mm-hmm. these rates, it's just my opinion and yeah. what I think. I think the market is, market is going to be stable. That's my okay. opinion. You think it's gonna be stable? Okay. Yeah. Well, we we yeah. hold you to. Now I ain't gonna hold you to it, but I, <laughs> I think that's actually something to be excited about. Yeah. That's you know? no. Now this is my opinion. Well, well, in, a, in but in a sense, the you know from a real estate standpoint, the market is stable now. Right. Like it's starting to even out. Right. You know, we we've had record years of, you know, the sales being higher and people and the sellers getting really good value for the house, and now the market is like, hey, let's. It's kind of even things out a little bit. So I think, you know, when people are expecting their house to be fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 over list and all that stuff, I think we're we're not seeing much of that. You're not anymore. We're starting to see. No, we're not. We're seeing more or less like what the value is. Good. You know, and there is certain situations, you know, I mean, you can go in the Flower Mound area and it could be people still fighting over houses. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't think we're seeing as many... Um, Multiple offer situations like we used to. Okay. You know. Um, but do you think it's a different price point? Because like I see like well, two hundred thousand and under. I mean, you you're never gonna you're never gonna miss that market. Okay. I right. Mean, <laughs> right. I mean, under three hundred thousand, you may be fighting. Okay. You know, so. depending on where you are. I mean, that's still the sweet spot, as you know. You know, a good 
sixty percent of the buyers are sitting underneath three hundred thousand. Right. You know that, and that's that's kind of one of the things too is that if you are in, I know I had some stuff on, especially I had some stuff on like the uh, the luxury market. You know, percent okay. like luxury homes appear to be in a bit of a slump. Okay, so what's luxury? So what luxury do you is considered like? most places consider luxury over five hundred thousand. Okay, you know. And so if luxury is on a little bit of slumps, the sales of homes listed at $2 million and above fell 16%. Wow. That's crazy, right? In the first quarter, you know, as supply went up 14%. Wow. So there's a lot of people trying to get out of these houses. To get crazy. to more, like, what you, What do you think, like more than 300000 and under? Yeah. I mean, it, if, you're, if you're downsizing, of course. I mean, I'm downsizing $2 million. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, your luxury, I mean, even 500000 and up, you're starting to see a little bit of a, you know, a standstill there, too. Oh, really? And yeah. Last year, uh, opposed to last year, last year. Opposed was... to last year, they were going pretty, they were going fairly decent. But at, there's, there was, a, I forget what month it was, but I remember, you know, talking to my mentor down your hall. He was like, man, these half a million is a little, you know, we're kind of stalling on these. I, I guess it was probably like in September sometime. And okay. the inventory just went skyrocket in certain areas. Okay. It really did. I know in Argyle, you know, the inventory went almost to five point four to six months of inventory. Wow. So a bunch of it is um a lot of the new home construction have caught up too. Some oh, of really? the builders are just building, 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 building. They're trying to get as many as they can on the ground. Right. The inventory. The so, inventory is important. I mean, that's important, right? Right. So, so do you think in the, the whole DFW area, south and north, mm -hmm. do you think our, our inventory is low or do you consider it high? Because I know you, you put some statistics well, here. I think with um it is it is like I said, it's you know, real estate is a local is a local thing. For okay. one thing, it is it's very, very local. So to get into more of those specifics is more or less like what area are we considering? You know, for if I'm a prospective buyer. Okay. So someone may come to me and say, hey, Larry, what is the inventory like in Argyle? So I can pull up that information and I can show them how many homes are on the market versus how many have sold. And, okay. and, and come up with an idea, you know, with, with some hard facts. It's like, man, Argyle is sitting at six months of inventory. As a buyer, if you want to get in this district... It's probably a good time for you. Okay. You know, so, you can come in and kind of, I won't say name your price, but with your budget, you can probably get for what you're looking for. Okay, great. And so, you know what I mean? and that's good because, I mean, of course, I don't work on this side. So, right. like, I'm asking some legitimate questions. I right. know you guys. So, where, gets, where's Argyle at? And it, uh, Ar <laughs> <laughs> where's Argyle? It's, where it's is like, that located? So, in case like people don't know. It's like Northwest okay. Fort Worth, uh, next to Denton. Okay, like, I know Denton. 10 minutes from Denton. You know what I mean? Okay, like, right. Larry was, I was like, what city left, is that? You make a left and you make a right, and <laughs> okay. it's next to Texas Motor Speedway. Okay. Perfect, you know what I mean? perfect. We Just, like landmarks. You know what I mean? Right, me. So, you say it's next to the 7-Eleven okay. on this corner. Which 7-Eleven? Which 7-Eleven? Right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like I said, you know, when you're looking at, you know, the different type of areas that you want to get in, it's good to get with, you know, a real estate professional. Like Larry. Who knows the who knows the area like Larry. that can give you more fuel for kind of what you're looking for. Correct. You know, so, but if you want to go in an area what's you know, say you want to jump in Flower Mound, you want to say, hey, I'm at, I need something 300000 to three fifty in Flower Mound, then the lens is like, hey, let's get ready for a battle. Right. You know, let's see what's on the market and let's come up with an aggressive game plan so we can actually win. Okay. You know, and that's all about just doing your homework, you know, finding comparables in the area, coming in with the right offer, 
right. where it's strong enough because you may be going to go, going up against a couple of people. Right. You know, in a multiple offer situation. And it's so. also important, too, to know your area because yeah. I have lots of customers and they want to their price point. I'm not going to say lots. OK, because right. I'm getting to I want to get to lots. lots. But, right. But yeah. they you know, they're so comfortable. Maybe they live in an apartment in Plano yeah. and they don't really understand the market in Plano and they right. might have to come further south. So that's important. We need to talk about yeah. that one episode. When you start knowing yeah. the market. When you when you do, there's very much value coming south. I mean, wow. If you want to get you a great house, you can go as far as south as like Waxahachie, right. Red Oak. Right. You know, a little bit further than, you know, Cedar Hill. Start right. looking outside the lens because right. when you do, the value starts to come back. You know, the land is so much expensive as you get in, in, in interior Dallas. Right. And it's okay. It's, it's okay yeah. where you want to be. But if you start getting on the outside, and that's kind of how I found Argyle because it was on the outside. I, I was like, Argyle. It was on I've the outside. That. You okay. know what I mean? Right. And I was like, man, I like Flower Mount, but I can't afford Flower Mount. Okay. So that's kind of what you know, step me out a little bit more north and going to west to find my home. So, but I, I did have a really crazy fun fact. Check this out because we talked about like, you know, new construction and how right. they're building stuff really fast. Mm -hmm. Texas leads the nation in single family housing permits. Wow. That's crazy. So they lead. That's crazy. They lead. Dallas and Houston equate for almost 7,000 permits. Wow. So North Texas and Fort Worth and surrounding suburbs Led the way. So that's when we're talking about outside the sector of Dallas, Fort Worth. Wow. I so 7,000 more than in other states. Uh, no, just for, um, oh. yeah, they have 7,000 7, permits. So somehow some some areas could have 3,000. Oh, wow. But they led the God, nation. The nation. The so that's nation. huge. We're I mean, growing. people are building in Dallas, Fort Worth. That's crazy. Yeah. And they need these permits to start breaking ground for homes. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine the people that work in our counties and they're getting all these permits ready for all these build process. I mean, the the commerce here is great. I wow. mean, it's it's. I mean, when you when when you start to make decisions on, you know, is this a, is this a good investment for me? Mm -hmm. Like things like that make me want to say, wow, there's a lot going on here in Dallas. Right. You know, when I, I, when I see the permits, when I see the permits starting to slow down, then I'm kind of like, what are we doing here? Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Or if I go in certain areas where you know, they're, they have, you know, the school districts, they have bonds and stuff set in place. Mm -hmm. That's a really good uh, precursor of saying, you know what, that's where I want to be. They got bonds going on over here in South Lake. They got right. bonds, bonds after bonds over here in Frisco. I mean, those are some really growing developing areas. I mean, they need to bring in more schools. They need to update more schools. They're hiring more teachers. Right. They're hiring just different, I mean, the, the commerce and the economy and everything is growing when you have bonds that are backed. Right. You know, now taxes may be a different situation. We'll talk but, about that another episode. <laughs> yeah, it could be a whole other episode. I know you guys should be fighting your taxes right now on your home values. You guys should be doing that right now. Right. I think I got a May 17th deadline <laughs> to get mine done. <laughs> I'm not trying to have no high taxes. Right. But, but, but that's what I'm saying is that if you're checking off some of those boxes when you are starting to look for a home, hey, what's going on in the area? You know, what are, are the bonds for the schools there? Or... You know, what are the months of inventory? What's the new uh, retail that's going up in the area? Are they redoing any roads? Are there bonds for that? Right. These are the things you have to know going into buying a home because this is probably the most expensive thing you would ever buy. Wow. So that's what I like you about, about you, Larry, that? is that you go more in depth. 
Like yeah. you just don't go and show beautiful homes. Like you kind of research yeah. and find out what's the best for your but the 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 client. You, that's right because it's really not my job to say this is the right home for you. It's your job, right? But I do want to equip with you with everything that's going to come with owning the home. Oh wow! You know, I yeah. hate to sell you a home and like, man, they just built a freeway in my backyard. I like, know. Uh, I didn't see that. Okay, no, right. You know, I, <laughs> I ain't right. got the plans for text doc. <laughs> I don't serve no text doc okay, boards. Okay, right, right, know? right. Maybe we need you know? to. Okay, so maybe we, can we need it. to. So we have the inside plug. <laughs> Let me give you this uh, HTTP address so you can see what's going on with these right. roads. I know, but, but I do always say if if they're building roads and they're repairing roads, that's mm-hmm. a really really good good sign because normally retail commerce and those things kind of follow follow the road i mean if you're out in mansfield which is a little south you know south of dallas southwest Mm -hmm. of dallas fort worth you know they're building some of those roads those freeways out there and i'm telling you businesses 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 are moving to the freeway yeah. If they're building a freeway, you need to be looking at a house. Oh, wow. <laughs> you need to be like, because, I mean, the area is growing and developing, and it's moving south. It is moving south. It is wow. moving south of Grand Perry. It's like kind of where man's feeling. It is moving south. I like south. You know, that's so, like my area. Well, it's coming back. All the, You know, the land is cheap, and developers are cheaper. snatching up the land. Look, not well, cheap. Cheaper. Because, you know, people are going <laughs> to yeah, stick you with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Larry said, Larry it, was said cheap. it was cheap. <laughs> where, where, where you at? Where you at? You know. so, so, yeah, it, it definitely depends on, you know, where you're, where you, you know, where you're thinking about for the area. So, but yeah. Wow. Well, that's crazy. Well, you got anything else you like to share? Because I, I think we hit a, a lot of good points today. About the market, and, that's important. Yeah, the market. Yeah, I mean, the the market is definitely here to stay. And people, what do you think about this 2020 thing? Come up? I, I do want to talk about this before we leave. Uh-huh. What do you think about 2020? Because I'm hearing a lot of different. So what are you hearing? I'm hearing that we're heading to a recession for 2020. I don't believe that. You know, I've been in a business for so long, right? right. So we are. I think that we're at our peak. Mm-hmm. But that, now remember, this is just my opinion, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, because I've been in the business for a while, right? So I've seen the highs, I've seen the lows, I've seen everything, right? Mm-hmm. I do think we're too high, right? Of I think that we're, um, but I am seeing a lot of different uh, things, but I don't think we're going to go into recession. I don't think we would ever go. And they thought we were in a recession in 2007. Mm -hmm. We were definitely not in a recession. Mm -hmm. Of course, unfortunately, a lot of jobs were leaving, but we were not in a recession. Right. Right. And so they, I don't believe that they will allow us to go back into that market. So you're thinking they fixed all the, the subprime stuff. Do you, so, do you do you think do you think that's the, another episode? Because uh, okay. I don't think I mean, do you, that the subprime made people go. That's another episode. Okay, okay, okay. That's another, okay. But the, I don't think the subprime because the thing is is that they had to have a downfall. And okay. I, I, you know, I've done a lot of research, but a lot of people were making. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with some facts, okay, right? So okay. we're gonna we can talk about that okay, next okay, episode because next, yeah, I'd I love mean, it, to get yes. into that because you're right because we are getting into this market. Right. And we kind of want to, we got to predict a little I'm bit. I'm going to write it down. We're going to okay. talk about, we're going to talk about subprime loans. Okay. So you got to give us the whole background the whole on that. Ba- and I'm, I'm actually come with some facts too. Okay. okay? And so of course people are still going to have their own opinion. Now this is just my opinion, yeah, right? Of course. And I've been in the business for a mm-hmm. while. Now subprime loans, yes, it did affect us and the way that the banking was doing it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all on just the just subprime the- loans because 
you know, they make us get licensed now because of right. the whole meltdown in the market. Yeah. We have to do some type of financial duties and take tests and things like that, which is fantastic. Yes, fantastic, yeah. I think it cleaned up a little bit. It did, but why it is we won't great, go that way. But it, it, it really got rid of a lot of great loan officers that, of course, just couldn't didn't have good credit or anything like that. And I know some people that were... But we were getting paid small, the big people, the big right. banks, the upper, mm-hmm. the VPs and the SVPs. Yeah. They got off scot-free and they walked away with millions of dollars. Right? So it corrected, in a, in a way, it corrected a lot when it came to education Yes, of how you go about certain things. Yes. It kind of created the pay structure yes. of, the, of the way, you know, loans are processing and the people that go yes. along the way that they yes. get paid. So I think it corrected a lot about that. So I do like your proactive approach of going into 2020 and saying, hey, we're armed a little bit better. Yes, we are. You know, so I don't think a recession is coming. So if anything, we are just balancing out. Balancing out. And one of the Because that's, that's kind of what I feel like. I mean, I feel like we, anyway, from my perspective, I feel like we're kind of balancing out when right. it comes to the crazy glory days of, oh, I got this much for my house. And I think we're just... It was crazy. You know, it's some of the things that like, for example... And we're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. How much? So next episode, we're going to talk about how much money you need to bring to closing. Okay. So back in the day, people, if you had bad credit, which, okay, I'm just going to be honest. And if, if you're this person, you're going to probably be offended, but you shouldn't be because call right. me and I can help you get it together. Of course. If you had a 500 credit score, which is bad credit, okay, mm-hmm. you could go in a house with no money down. Okay. Okay. Preach. So now that <laughs> yeah. person, how did you expect them if... No one gave them a tool and taught them how to improve their credit and they had nothing invested. Mm-hmm. Why would they stay in the home? So mm-hmm. now you have to have money. You have to have your down payment, right? Yeah, like somebody you, you can, they can get the money from the closing costs any kind of way, but your down payment, they saying that that has to be inv- invested. That has to be, yeah. So you have to come with your own money for the down payment assistance. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that. How much money do you need do to you bring need to the clothes? You could call it whatever, your dough, your cash. Yeah. What, what is it? The, the mattress money. <laughs> yeah, right, right. However yeah, you want it, your Skrilla. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, bring that bag. <laughs> right, everything. So we're going to talk about that and, and the reason why it's so important. Right. How the banks say that you have to come up with your down payment money. Of course. So those those days are gone. Yes, yeah. it is. They they yeah. feel like they're never going anywhere. Yeah. It, right. Never. No. So they feel like if you have some skin in the game, then you will take more pride in your house. And I do I truly believe that. That's just stage one. Yeah, that's just stage yeah. one. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that on episode seven. Okay. okay. I love it because we get a chance to get some like concrete examples. And some of you guys are sitting back like, man, let me do this math right quick while, right. while watching this we're gonna podcast. We're going to do the math, yes. You know? We're, we're going to hit on it. Yes, okay, we're going to hit it. on it. And then also, too, I want to talk about when to shop for your home, right? Okay. So your lease might be up in August. Mm-hmm. If my lease up in August, oh, it seems like it's so long. Yeah. When should I shop? So we're going to talk about that. Of when course. should we shop? Okay, yeah. And then we're going to talk about Larry's specialty. Yeah. yeah. Larry, what's your specialty? I have way too many specialties. Okay, right. Curve <laughs> which appeal. Will, oh, yeah, yeah. Curve appeal. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to talk I'm, about I'm, that. I'm going to have some, um, you know, some stuff in the background that could show you curve yes, appeal. Yes, Larry. I'm going to some, bring some pictures, some some examples. Okay, right. Because yes. I got I to gotta be visual on curve appeal. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so that is episode six. Well, cool. Thanks for coming out. Thank, well, thank not coming out. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. And so episode seven, uh, the buyer seminar, May 17th. May 17th. Yes. All right. Um, blessings. Blessings. Thank you, guys. Something to expand my mind.